recognized him, and also by his smile. He had good, strong white teeth. Can I help you, sir? Fred said. Just looking right now, the man said. Hands in his pockets, he moved over to the magazine racks. I wonder why he hasn't been in here for a while, Mr. Hagopian thought to himself. He used to come in here all the time, since he was a kid. Has he been taking his business up to Wickley's? At that, the old man felt growing indignation. He finished up Mrs. DeRouge's pills, dropped them into a bottle, and walked to the counter. The young man, Skip Stevens, had brought a copy of Life up to Fred and was rummaging in his trouser pocket for change. Anything else, sir? Fred said. Mr. Hagopian started to speak to Skip Stevens, but at that moment Skip leaned toward Fred and said in a low voice, Yes, I wanted to pick up a package of Trojans. So Mr. Hagopian delicately turned away and busied himself until Fred had wrapped the package of contraceptives and rung up the sale on the register. Thank you, sir, Fred said, in the businesslike tone he always took when somebody bought contraceptives. As he left the counter, he winked at his father. His magazine under his arm, Skip started toward the door, very slowly, eyeing the magazines and shelves to show that he did not feel intimidated. Mr. Hagopian caught up with him and said, Long time no see. His indignation made his voice rattle. I hope you and your family have been well. Everybody's fine, Skip said. I haven't seen them for a couple of months. I'm living down in Reno. I have a job there. Oh, Mr. Hagopian said, not believing him. I see. Fred tilted his head, listening. You remember Skip Stevens? Mr. Hagopian said to his son. Oh, yeah, Fred said. I didn't recognize you. He nodded at Skip. I haven't seen you in months. I'm located down in Reno now, Skip explained. This is the first time I've been up here to Ontario since April. I wondered why we hadn't seen you, Fred said. Mr. Hagopian asked Skip. Your brother's still off back east at school? No, Skip said. He's out of school now and married. This boy isn't living down in Reno, Mr. Hagopian thought. He's just ashamed to admit why he hasn't been in. Skip shifted about from one foot to the other, obviously ill at ease. He obviously wanted to leave. What line of work are you in? Fred said. Skip said, I'm a buyer. What kind of buyer? For CBB, he said. Television? Mr. Hagopian said. For Consumers Buying Bureau, Skip said. What's that? Skip said, something like a department store. It's a new place down on Highway 40 between Reno and Sparks. With a strange look on his face, Fred said, I know what that is. Some guy was up here telling me about it. To his father, he said, it's one of those discount houses. At first, the old man did not understand, and then he remembered what he had heard about discount houses. Do you want to drive the retailers out of business? He said loudly to Skip. Skip, turning red, said, It's no different from a supermarket. It buys in volume and passes the savings on to the consumer. That's how Henry Ford operated, producing in volume. It's not the American way, Mr. Hagopian said. Sure it is, Skip said. It means a higher standard of living because it eliminates overhead and the middleman's costs. Mr. Hagopian returned to the counter. To his son, he said, Mrs. DeRouge wants some more pain pills. He held out the bottle, and Fred accepted it. 
I told her before eight. He did not care to talk to Skip Stevens any further. Competing with Chinese and Japs was bad enough. To him, the big new discount houses seemed worse. They pretended to be American. They had neon signs, and they advertised, and they had parking lots. And unless you knew what they were, they did look like supermarkets. He did not know who ran them. Nobody ever saw the owners of discount houses. In fact, he himself had never even seen a discount house. It doesn't cut into your business, Skip said, following after Fred as he wrapped Mrs. DeRouge's package. Nobody drives 500 miles to shop, even for major items like furniture. Mr. Hagopian made out a tag while his son rapped. Skip said, It's only in big cities anyhow. This town isn't large enough. Boise might be. Neither Fred nor his father said anything. Fred put on his coat, got the tag from his father, and left the drugstore.